Welcome to Passion Meets Process, a brand design story from Andy Mintz Design. Hi, I'm Andy from Andy Mintz Design. Thanks for joining me for the next few minutes. A lot of my clients and people who are considering working with me have questions about what it means to go through the brand design process. And I thought one cool way to demystify that would be to walk through a project so that you can see how it works and how it might benefit you and your business. So here's Passion Meets Process, a brand design story. You just opened up that space for something new to be created. Um, and she's really good at that. And I think that's been kind of a, a hallmark of most of our conversations, especially those where we you know, tend to make decisions or get some clarity and you know, be able to put words to this whole process. That's Beth Selliers, an entrepreneur and educator in New Orleans who turned to Andy Mintz Design for help in bringing her business to life. Initially, Beth came to Andy for a new website, but soon their design process led to something more, to a fundamentally different conception of Beth's business. It wasn't logo design, it was brand design. It's applying the art of design thinking to the very idea of the business. Here's Andy. I know the visual part of design is better when we take a deep look at and really establish the brand foundation, and that's what I mean by strategy. I think a lot of small business owners get so hung up on the logo and the website part that they feel stuck. They feel like their business isn't going to be successful because they don't have that one piece. Um, So for me, getting to help them feel unstuck and help them realize that there are so many other questions that brand strategy can solve to help them grow their business is really beautiful. So here's the story of how Beth Salyers got unstuck. Through working with Andy, she was able to reimagine her business and put it on stronger footing, not to mention getting a new name and website and that awesome new logo. To be clear, not all of Andy's clients go through this level of reinvention, nor should they. But the idea in telling this story is to showcase how working through the design process with Andy can yield a lot more value than you might expect. Here's Beth's story. I'm Beth Salyers. I am the founder and CEO of Custom Learning Atelier, and we are based in New Orleans, Louisiana. I guess our work is to help socially and environmentally conscious organizations increase their capacity um, so they can amplify the good that they do in the world through um, customized learning experiences, whether that's training programs, one-offs, onboarding. Beth's path to entrepreneurship started as a teacher in North Carolina. She was passionate about the work and about her students, but that's not to say everything was clicking. I was getting frustrated and was not super enjoying. I, I needed something different. I felt it internally, um, like instinctually. I was like, something's not right. Something's not right. Something's not right. I'm not as happy. Like I, I can't keep doing the same thing year after year. And so I went to work one morning. I was at the board and I literally just fell down and I was diagnosed with depression and put on an antidepressant um, and basically told I need to figure out how to de-stress from my job. Um, And I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do? Am I leaving education or am I going to do something about it? There needs to be change. And I decided I was going to try to do something about it. So I applied for the PhD program. And thankfully I got in. I remember getting the acceptance email and I literally fell to the floor in my apartment and started crying. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. Because then I could do something about it. Like there was a, I didn't have to give up education. So twice Beth falls to the floor, first at her low point, and then again as she turns the corner, heading to the University of North Carolina, Charlotte, to earn her PhD before becoming an education entrepreneur. 
but her business didn't emerge fully formed. And when Beth first approached Andy about a new website, it happened to correspond with a moment of significant reinvention, a breakup and a move to Louisiana. I was like, this is it. Like how many chance, how many opportunities do you get in life to like really start a new foundation in this way? I came to visit my brother in New Orleans last September and I never left. Um, and I said, well, screw it. We're going to stay here. I'm closing the business in Ohio. I'm opening a new one in New Orleans. I'm changing the name. I'm changing everything. I'm getting more focused and I'm doubling down. Right away, Beth sensed she had found someone in Andy who could help her bring to life that doubled down version of her company. I could tell the first time I met Beth that she was someone who was very passionate and who had a strong vision for this company. That's so exciting to me. I, I love working with people like that. And we also just really clicked in terms of our creative partnership. She comes with questions and she comes with better wanting to understand. And, um, and I think that first makes me very comfortable because I know she cares. Um, two, I can tell that she really wants to understand what in the heck's going on in my head. And I am grateful for that because I do as well. She's wanting to make things better based upon what I'm bringing her in conversation and then what she knows with her own expertise um, and her experience. And so I think they, they mirror each other quite beautifully. So Beth's website project turns into something else, a full-scale reimagining of her business undertaken in partnership with Andy. And the first thing Andy does is focus on finding the creative common ground for the two of them to feed off of one another and get the ball rolling. Beth's approach to her work is similar to mine in that it's all about process. She really wants to know everything there is to know about her clients and what they're trying to teach whomever they're teaching. Context is big. Knowing where people are coming from and where they're going, it's just as important to her as the things she's trying to teach. And same goes for me. I need to know as much as possible so that I can design from an informed place. Another part of that first stage was building trust. For Beth and Andy, that meant getting a little vulnerable, acknowledging that there was a lot to figure out and that the steps toward a finished product wouldn't always be polished themselves. I was asking a lot of super basic questions. Why do you do this? What is that? And how does it work? But that also opened up space for Beth to ask questions about brand design or to consider aspects of her business plan that maybe seemed a little soft. To work together that way takes trust, confidence, and vulnerability. Gradually, Andy and Beth built that foundation. It wasn't natural at first, right? It, it never is. But Beth, you're, you're so comfortable with that process of exploration. I feel like we, we got there pretty quickly. It's finding that place where you feel uh, it's okay not to know. It's kind of magic. If you hadn't have done that, I don't think I would know my own business as well as I do. And it sure as hell is nice not to do it alone. <laughs> so together, they broke it down. They broke through the grad school jargon that was holding Beth back, and Andy got a clearer sense both of what Beth was trying to do and also of her passion and what makes her great at her job. I just got this sense of how much you care about education and about teaching people with the specific approach where context matters and the particular human that you're teaching matters. It's so different from the way I've experienced education, and that felt rebellious to me in the best way. It clicked, and I wanted to draw it out. I think Michelangelo has that um, quote about he just starts chipping away to reveal things. So the sculpture actually is already in the stone and he's just, it's his job to like chip away at it until it's formed. And I felt like it was more like that. Like 
it's been in there way down deep to the point where I didn't have words <laughs> to express or to think about. But the discovery process and going through these steps with you is like chipping away and trying to reveal what could be and give life to it as opposed to it just being an idea. The other thing we did here is think in terms of differentiation. Ultimately, this is the most important aspect of branding. And the key to getting it right is answering the question, how am I supposed to feel when I interact with this brand? And in best case, the answer to that question was this idea of customization, that each client was getting an expertly crafted solution tailored specifically to their context and their needs. That's tough to wrap up in one image or one line. The whole idea is that everything we do is custom. So we have a process that we follow that is inquiry and question-based. There are no templates. Um, you know, if you need a one-off by, by Friday, we're, we're not your people. We wrote a mission statement. We wrote a vision statement. We outlined company values. Those are important because definition and clarity matter on a foundational level. Then once all that is set, you can really start writing the other pieces. Early on, it was the discovery process helped me focus in that every single detail matters in who I'm trying to reach, why I'm trying to reach them, how I'm going to reach them, what for what purpose, and to really be narrow on who it is that I'm seeking to serve. Because quite honestly, like the process and the the philosophy and the desire and the the um, the why, you know, will be there no matter who you know knocks on the door. Um, but to really focus on who who doesn't make sense to serve, who will I be honored and overjoyed to serve and to work with? We arrived at a streamlined business concept focused on helping a very specific type of business, one with a mission that combines social good with profit to build out learning experiences like onboarding. We're here to help socially conscious organizations increase the capacity of their people so they can do good in the world. And once we had that part sorted, the last step before I started the visual design process was to name the company. We started iterating on names and trying to draw out that concept of the company that would create truly customized learning experiences, always and completely based on the client's individual context, so nothing off the shelf. We tried a lot of names. <laughs> Finally, we found a few options that were starting to resonate, and we sent it out to people in various fields along with the vision and mission statements so we could gather that feedback and gauge their responses. Yeah, I mean, there was part of me when we sent it out that I was like, man, I hope everyone comes back and saying that this one is like it. And that would be so nice and simple and easy wrapped up package and yay, check it off the list. But that is not what happened. Pretty much everyone hated all of them with passion. How you respond to an obstacle such as a fairly resounding wave of negative feedback is a defining moment for any creative partnership, any creative process. And remember, Beth is someone who has in the past been brought to her knees literally by depression. But in this case, she didn't waver. She believed in herself, in her business, and in the work she and Andy had undertaken. I was so impressed with her in that moment. I mean, I was a little offended, but Beth didn't miss a beat. 
everyone came back and was like, nah, not at all. Um, I was like, okay. So that little small voice inside of me that's going, eh, I don't know yet was right. Um, that's progress because you have to go through that in order for like the right thing to come along. Okay. So the essence of the feedback is that the name wasn't resonating and that the mission statement was coming across as a little overambitious in the sense that it promised to change the world of learning without really showing how it might be able to do that or why that's important in the first place. And people could see that. So getting that feedback, we sort of took a deep breath and then dug back in. Why didn't these things resonate? What were we not saying that actually needed to come through? And we were then able to be really honest and distill it even more clearly down to the mission and vision and other things. We started being really forthcoming about Beth's work in a way that I was a little apprehensive about before. It was actually really freeing. And just then, while Andy worked with Beth to tether some of that lofty language to the everyday practices that would set her business apart, Beth found the company name. She and Andy had spent so much time looking for just the right word or phrase for a way to capture the concept of custom learning. And finally, like a lightning bolt, it came to her. The magic phrase was, in fact, custom learning, and it had been there all along. The only thing missing was a little more personality. So Beth added the word atelier, French for a workshop or studio, perfect for a New Orleans startup. From the beginning, we wanted Beth's brand to be a little bit rebellious, but still trustworthy and smart and professional. And Atelier had just that level of intrigue. The approach that we take is more of a workshop style, um, more of a studio style where, you know, the silos come down and the multiple mediums and the backgrounds and, you know, that idea of like cafe or salon life where you don't box yourself into specific specific industries to solve a problem. And it's much more transdisciplinary. Um, and so I just like that idea that you come and you actually work on it. We're not, we're not a factory <laughs> that you just put one thing in one end and it comes out the other the same each time, but really uh, more of an artistic um, blend. We just had to trust that the process would get us where we wanted to go. You don't have to be so concerned with the end result during the process of making and trying things and iterating but you do have to get through it. There's some perseverance required at this stage, but Andy and Beth also found it to be kind of a blast. One thing that made this project special, Beth, is how game you were to really experiment with, well, <laughs> pretty much everything. I think that's one of the reasons why I love working with you and can't imagine working with anyone else on any of this sort of stuff ever, mm. is that play aspect of getting messy and knowing that if you trust the process and you trust what you of how you're knowing yourself in the world, it's going to be okay. Like you're going to come up with something pretty awesome. Um, and in the least cases, it's still going to work. <laughs> um, and I think that's where like that magic comes from where people are like, well, how do you do it? I'm like, well, you know, like you were saying, like you just play around. You're like, that's it. That works. I agree. It's an informed play, but yeah, a lot of the great discovery comes from just trying some things out and not being afraid to fail. So mission, check. Vision, check. Name, check. All that remained was that last small step that once upon a time had been all that Beth wanted for Andy to make her a logo and a website. I started designing with a list of words to guide me based on the larger process with Beth. 
words like curious and nimble and intelligent. Using these words is really helpful in order to make design decisions. And in this case, it led me to experiment with something that was both playful and knowledge seeking. People need to know that they're going to be learning something from this place and it needs to feel kind of familiar, but we're also gonna turn it on its head. The rebellious side of custom learning atelier meant that I wasn't going to use the expected iconography for an education organization, like a book or a pencil or an apple. That was a very easy decision, but then what do you use? I ended up with a collection of six triangles arranged in a wreath that nods to the six-step process that Beth uses with her clients. And because I wanted to reference Beth's creative process, the design walks this fine line between messy and buttoned up. You can see how these triangles could fit together really neatly, but instead it's a bit loose. It rings the most true to me because when I look at the logo and, and what Andy's created, it captures the idea that this is not just me. People along the way have been like, why don't you just call it your last name? Or why don't you just use this? Or I'm like, no, it's it's not about me. Like, whatever. <laughs> that's not that's not the thing. And when I look at this and I know how I know how far it's come, I know what you know, the conversations that went into it. And so I can look at it from that standpoint and and love the process. And like I just pulled it up on my computer and I'm looking at it and I want to be part of that. And it it's interesting and it's thought provoking and it's bigger than me. And I get that sense from it. And I like the fact that we took our time with it and we trusted ourselves and we trusted the process. And I can't imagine the name or the logo being anything different. Yeah, I agree in one sense, but also one of my favorite aspects of this project is that Beth's vision and personality are very much reflected in the finished product. Once we had the logo, we took that idea of walking the line between playful and professional and carried it over to the website. It's very clean and modern, but there's also a lot of Beth. Her passion, her method, her ambitions to change the way people think about learning. Even though some of the manifesto-esque language has been toned down from the original mission statement, that fire is still very much present. And you can tell that when you hire custom learning atelier, you're hiring someone who wants to start a revolution in learning. More to the point, Beth feels like her revolution is on and like it has been equipped with the brand identity it needs. She feels like she has been given the platform she needs to do what she has long dreamed of doing. Oh, this is what I can do. All these years um, that I've been looking for some way to make a positive impact on how we utilize learning in this world. Um, this is it. Um, and what a roundabout, ups and downs, hilarious story, uh, <laughs> kind of craziness to get here, but I'm so grateful I did because I feel the least amount of anxiety I've experienced in my adult life in probably forever. Um, and I think it's because I've finally reached that that place of, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This, this, this is it. This feels nice and this feels supported. It's also getting the job done. Beth's new company is off and running, winning new clients and doing the sort of socially conscious, innovative work that Beth has always wanted to do. For Andy, that's the fun part. I feel proud of Beth's logo and of her website, but for me, this project, or any project really, 
isn't about whether some visual element that I created is effective in a vacuum. It's about whether I was able to help someone bring their business to life and for them to think about their business with the clarity and confidence they need in order to thrive. In this case, that absolutely happened. It can happen for you and your company too. If you'd like to explore the possibility of a creative journey with Andy, and by the way, as your narrator, I'm happy to report that I too have done so also with fantastic results. If you're ready to begin the process with Andy, you can find her at andymintz.com. It's Andy with an I. Passion Meets Process was produced by Cedar Cathedral Narrative Studio in Chicago with original music from Graham Gilreath.